I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. It's got the ball. Jones Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I hope you've been enjoying our 2020 recap over the last few days. I've obviously been away on holidays, as I mentioned, but I thought I'd just jump on over the next few days and give you a couple of previews. I've got two absolute top-shelf podcasts coming for you in early 2021. This one today that I'm going to show you a little clip of is with Branko Lee. Now, Branko, he's a guy that I've been a big fan of for a long time. I've been tipping him to you guys for three or four years now to get on him in Supercoach and whatnot because I knew he just had all the ability in the world. He just needed to land in the right system. Canberra wasn't the right system. Canterbury wasn't the right system. Gold Coast certainly wasn't the right system for Branko. He arrived in Melbourne at the end of 2019, start of 2020, and he's absolutely set the world light there. He's now a premiership winner, and he's, he's made his state of origin debut for Queensland in a game that they won the series in. Simply incredible stuff from Branko, and those achievements are fantastic, and they play a big part in this podcast, but it's all about his journey. Now, this little clip today you're going to hear is Branko's first experiences in the NRL. He was uh, he was contracted to the Canberra Raiders when he was in year six. So he was living up in Queensland and in year six. So at the age of 12, he was contracted to the Canberra Raiders. Simply unbelievable. These are his first experiences arriving down in Canberra, playing under 20s, uh, being coached by Ricky Stewart, getting to know some of the more experienced guys down there at the Raiders. Then his first grade debuts and some of the really hard lessons that he had to learn in the first few weeks of his NRL career. Branko Lee is a champion bloke, and this is a chat I can't wait to bring you over the next few weeks. Enjoy this little clip. Let's kick it off. Mate, tell me about your first interaction with uh, Ricky Stewart. Obviously a legend of the game and uh, yeah. quite a polarizing character. I imagine if you're not on his good side, it'd be quite scary. Yeah, I remember um, <laughs> after my first year 20s, um, yeah, um, they moved on Dave Ferner from the club and they just like appointed Ricky as the head coach and called me like while I was just having uh, breakfast with my family that he wanted to uh, meet up in Canberra and like um 
come back to to Canberra pretty early to to talk to him and have a meeting on what where where he sees me and like my future at the club. So I only just got on holidays and then I had to fly back to Canberra and I met up with him and the manager and yeah, he just sort of sat me down and said, "What do you want to do with like what, your life?" And I said, oh, "I want to play first grade footy." And he was just like, "Yeah, that's what I want to hear, mate." Like you're going to do a preseason with us and we're going to see how you go. Like I was only just turned 18 and he just said like, you know, this is how it is and if you're up to it, you're up to it. If you're not, then you're just going to uh, train with the 20s and I said, yeah, sweet. And yeah, after the Christmas break, um, I just signed an, a three-year deal after that to get me into the, the, the top 30. And mate, how did you find that first preseason? I was one of the hardest things of my life um, besides the Melbourne preseason but that was, that was probably the, the toughest um, just <laughs> you know, in the 20s you can sort not bullshit your way out of things but you can sort of uh, bruise and then know that in the pose you play good they'll pick you when in the, tw- in, the in the first grade everything was got to hit the mark like if you're not there then you got to F off like if you're not going to F off then you got to go think about what you want to do life like it was just pretty full on and I, I wasn't really used to that because I wasn't the fittest bloke but um now they they made me fit because I had to reach marks. <laughs> but we did some one point two tests, and if you're not getting like, if you're not getting four four forty five or four fifty, they're off you. Like they weren't like um, they weren't be saying what why aren't you making it? They're just saying you're fucking unfit. You're gonna get fitter, mate. Like there's no uh, sob story with with that, and that's something I, I had to get uh, used to real quick. And yeah, it, it's it's pretty tough like that, Rick. Mate, was, was there a player down there that helped you through that preseason? I mean, I imagine there would have been a lot of older guys that um, yeah. would have obviously assessed that you're a young bloke coming into a pretty tough system under Ricky Stewart. Is there anyone that you remember that helped you out? Like the, the old boys back then were pretty, um, pretty like, uh, like you got to earn their respect in the sense of pretty uh, everyone. Everyone now is sort of like you know, um, like everyone gets along really well, and the old boys and young guys that like, hang out. Or like they, you know, they talk where um, I think when I was at Canberra, like the old boys like Tilsey, like Campo, like they're, they're real like old school where you got to earn like you know you got to earn their respect and you know you got to you got to work hard to want to like want to hang out for them. not even that like like to even like for them to like look at you like like a like you're part of like the first grade squad and pretty young Jackie White was pretty young back then too but he was ready playing first grade but he. It was just so like down to earth and so humbled and I'm with Jack and Big Pups pretty well when I was my first year first grade. Well, I grew up with Big Pups, Big Josh Papali. Like, we went to the same primary school and we're from the same area back in Logan. Like we grew up three streets away from each other, so he was pretty cool like that. Like he really looked after me. But you know, even even Jackie Jackie Warren was um, real tough with me in the sense of like he just made sure that I didn't take no shit from no one even though I was a young girl I gotta like work hard and when we do contact sessions you gotta like you know give it to them you gotta run hard like that's how it was like like he was just telling me that's how you earn their respect and stuff and yeah it was was pretty weird like that but yeah it was it was good back then Mate tell me about your first grade debut I believe it's against Canterbury you know funnily enough the club that you'd be playing for in a couple of years tell me about your debut the week leading up to it how'd you find out? So I found out um day before captain's run, the last session of the, the um, week. He was, I was training on the wing the whole week, but, you know, he kept swapping me in and out. And he just was sort of like just asking me questions and stuff. And 
I, I kind of didn't know where he was going with it. Um, what was weird was um, I already told my parents on Monday I was debuting. So they flew my parents and got them accommodation, but they didn't tell me that I was debuting. They just like trained me throughout the whole week. And then, um, yeah, before captain's ready, the day off, he called me and he said, mate, um, I'm going to go a few this weekend on the wing. Um, you're going to play outside Jackie legs. So, he's, you know, he'll be good for you because, you know, he's tough as nails and, you know, you just, just, just go off the flow. Like don't put too much pressure on yourself and called my mum and told her straight away and like they were crying and stuff. But, you know, they really, they really knew on the Monday that I was playing. So they, they were just trying to hold a secret for me because no one didn't like, no, one, <laughs> they, they told, they got told they weren't allowed to tell me. Weird in the sense that I like, see them at the game and I just remember, fuck, I played shocking, mate. Like, did like two drop balls. My first, like, oh, my, my first touch was a good touch and then the three touches I dropped it. And, uh, I took a carry and I got hit by Tony Williams and I was going, fuck, like, <laughs> this is like pretty tough. Eh? Like, <laughs> like, it's not as, it's like playing in 20s, you know, you sort of like make clean line breaks or, you know, you got a lot of room where you got guys just rushing up out of the line without without you looking, trying to put a shot on you. And I was going, "Fuck!" And I just remember Josh Reynolds. They just won. That was the first year they beat Queensland. They 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 beat them in that the first year they won from their. Uh, they beat them off the street. That's when uh, Hodgson's and uh, Reynolds were the two halves when they beat Queensland. They beat them. They that's when Queensland lost the streak. And uh, they just come. They play that Wednesday night, and they came back and played that Friday against us at GIO and. I just remember dropping the ball off a grubber and I remember him running up to me going, fuck me, mate. You're playing 20s next week. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, (laughs) I imagine that... I imagine yeah. that Canterbury team, mate. Like, oh, I'm thinking back to it. That was yeah. like the Cassiano, yeah, James Graham, yeah, Greg Eastwood. You must have been stoked yeah. you're out on the sting. Yeah, and um, fuck, they had like Frank Pritchard. That's when they had their front rows throwing like cutout passes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just, it was ridiculous. Like, you know, uh, but it was actually uh, a way to uh, introduce me to first grade to say that, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a reality check that this is what you need to be if you want to play first grade. And, of my, my second game against the Tigers was probably like, you know, one that I remember that I, was yesterday. So, damn, I scored two tries and, you know, fuck, I had a good night after that one too. Mate, as you just said, you play your second game against the Tigers, you score your two tries. Sensational. I mean, you, you game after that, you score another try. You've scored three tries in three yeah. games and then... I would imagine your next game after that, the Warriors, it's a big reality check. You come up against Manu yeah. Vatavai. I think he scores three meat pies that day. I could be I wrong, but that's four. the day you were... Four, did he? Yeah. Jeez, I was trying to do you yeah. a favour. <laughs> no, nah, so what happened was after my third game, I, I tore my hammy. I was out for six weeks. And um, this was against the Titans. I tore my hammy and I was out for six weeks. And um, after my six weeks, he asked if I was all right to come back, like if I felt like um, good. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm sweet and first set of six, I did it again against the Warriors. Oh. I played the whole yeah, eighty minutes with you know, my hammy. It was like a shocker. Like after that game I had another six weeks off because I for my hammy, but that was a season for me, like because like, I debuted round fifteen, so that was it. And um I was just like, Fuck, like year of like coming into first grade, it was just like it was mixed emotions, like I had three good games and then my hammy, and then I come back off a hammy injury, and it was a shocker. Well, Out of I scored four tries, and you know, I, 
I think I only touched the ball about three three times that game. I couldn't like stride out. I couldn't run. It was just like proper, like embarrassing. Like we got pumped by fifty that game too. Mate, Vatavai, he's always been one of those players. He'll either drop five balls in a game or he'll score five tries yeah. in a game. And you just, unfortunately, you came up against him on one of those days where it was yeah. just over. You would have known straight away too. Yeah, like it, w- it wasn't going right for me that game. I did my hammy and I split my lip because me and him had a head clash and I got like <laughs> 10 stitches. And I was just like, fuck, look. <laughs> but, it, you know, it was like probably like a... Like like I said before, like a reality check into first grade life. You know, if you're not going to prepare right every weekend, you you'll always get out mixed mixed bags. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.